Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice, or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Fable. Today on Nerd Sports 71, we're going to start talking about Red Bull's box cart raising. It's actually uh, coming up. Red, Red Bull six. box cart racing. Yeah, I've seen that. Like... Or guys completely eat it whenever they they hit a like a little like a little kick jump. Yeah, and not even that. You also have the uh, the the des- designs and everything like that. Yeah, it's a two man thing. Oh yeah, get that two two people in the box car, no matter what. And uh, okay, can you hear me a little bit better now? Okay, uh, yes, you have to have, very you have to have, smooth, like, dulcet. I know. Uh, you have to have two people on. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, you have to have uh, two people in these things. Um, and and uh, designing them is actually pretty funny. Yeah, I saw one over the weekend. I saw a video. It, it looked like this guy had built one that had like a like an Airstream trailer on it. Uh, and uh, he was uh, going down the course backwards. Yes, I've seen that too. That was, awesome. but when he crossed the finish line, the driver comes out of the trailer, so it yeah. was actually going forward. They just designed yeah. it to run back, which I was like, okay, okay, all right, I see, I see what they're doing there, and, and yeah, I mean, dude, that stuff is just fun to watch. It really is. But uh, what uh, what kind of sport? Oh, uh, we did have one sport oh. that I wanted to say out real quick. Uh yeah. God damn it, I forgot his name. Uh it was an MMA fighter. Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh he, um he calls out like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Kimmel Hollywood and uh uh the media as pedophile. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, he got canceled by everybody. Um Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok both banned him. Really? Yeah. Andrew Tate. That's his name. Okay, there we go. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was one of those things is like he he Yeah. I hate to say this, but it's his own views and every time they anything that comes out like uh 
I hate to say this. Anything that comes. This episode is brought to you by the classic and the much loved frosted cherry pop tarts. (laughs) God. Uh, But anybody that does anything, uh, what I found out is whenever anybody does anything like conspiracy theory or anything like that, I'm I'm so scared of actually saying that. Mm hmm. Because once you say that, and it'll click the uh, algorithms and everything like that, and it'll throw you off. Uh, Tansy uh, and me were talking, and he got he he made a like a Facebook. Uh, no, it was Instagram. He made an Instagram uh, group, and the first thing he posts is. Uh, I think uh, UN is gearing up with I think three hundred thousand troops. They're they're trying to get three hundred thousand troops, and he's like, I wonder what this is for. Not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. Got taken down. Pages got taken down as soon as he did that. It's getting crazy out there on some of this stuff. Mm. But yeah, I know, <laughs> dude. <sighs> I want to have an optimistic point of view, a viewpoint in the world, but I mean, I'm just being selfish here because I don't want things to go south. I'd like to be in my brand new house for at least a year or two, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I I think that Without getting too far off into the weeds so we can kind of transition back into sports, but I think that the left is going to do either something incredibly bold and basically kind of declare martial law during the elections to steal them, or they're going to get their asses handed to them. Well, we still have, uh, and I'm talking about both the midterm. I'm talking about both the midterm and the presidential. That would that would be really strange if they start doing that. But anyways, yeah. But anyway, so moving on. Um, real quick, I, I know I know I normally touch on baseball first, but um, the Sean Johnson lost his arbitration, his mediation case, um, and he got. Uh, let me see here. What was it? An 11 game and was fined, I think, like $3 million um, after uh, after the mediator came in. And I mean, you knew as soon, as soon, as soon, as soon as uh, – Roger Goodell announced that who he was going to have be the uh, the arbiter in this case. That it was not going to end well for Deshaun Johnson or Jack uh, Johnson Watson. I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. Um, it wasn't going to end well for him. So, I, I mean. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I mean, it's it's kind of. I mean, you see it all over the place. So, 
and it's not just necessarily to the sporting world kind of a thing. Um, it's it's literally it's all over the place, and it's funny because uh, in in a related story, uh, Baker Mayfield actually got signed by the Carolina Panthers, and yesterday they named him their Week One starter for the open for the regular season. Really? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Baker Mayfield, I mean, love him or hate him. I mean, the guy's got some talent. Um, he, he's, he's got, you know, he's got the, he's got the ability to, to drive a, to drive a team down the field. Let's, I mean, I hope he has a good season. I really do. I hope he has an amazing season. Um, just to kind of, you know, point that finger back in, in Cleveland's face and be like, hey, look, you know, we could have been there, but no, not so much, you know. Uh, and it just seems like the Cleveland Browns are constantly in a rebuilding year, and it's just, Dude, it's horrific, man. It, it's it's laughable. I mean, I honestly think that the, the, that ownership group should be made to sell the team to another party, and hopefully that person can. I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, obviously you can can get worse, and you can be the debt, but this is the Cleveland Browns, man. I mean, it's it. You you have to kind of wonder when is God going to take his neck off of the uh, or is his foot off of the neck of a of Browns fans, and I'm just like, it's just it it it's it's painful to watch that team. It really is it, during the season, during the off season. It's painful because it just the, that front office just seems to shoot itself in the foot every damn time. Um they get a chance so but moving on um the regular season's winding down man um so i don't know we're we're, we're coming down to it uh, the standings we're not going to talk about the red sox because well they're not going to go anywhere um, yeah, a lot of people were saying that. I was listening. I, I'm trying to listen to other uh, sports podcasts, so they have something interesting. But they're saying the the Red Sox yeah. going anywhere this year. It's one no, of the. They're, they're uh, they, I'm trying I mean, to figure out. This it, it, to be completely and perfectly honest with you, they they should have never made it to the ALCS last year. Really, you're you're yeah, going off I mean, that. But, yeah. I mean, they they should have they should have never made it to the American League Championship Series last year. I mean, they got hot at the right time. Um, you don't think that's going to happen this year? We're sitting going into tonight. Tonight is game one twenty three, mm-hmm. and they're. Two games below 500. They're uh, six games back of the last wild card spot. Um, 
I mean, we got teams like Tampa Bay, Toronto, Seattle's on fire right now. Um, I just don't see it happening for them. I really don't. Um, the Texas Rangers fired John Daniels, their their general manager. Finally, um, I was reading some some quotes that were like, um, you know, he had a million chances to prove that he could do. You know that 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 he could make the team better after Ryan left, and he just never did. Um, they fired their manager, and I mean they went out and spent five hundred million dollars over the last you know during the last off season. Right now they're 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 eleven games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing 56 and 66 baseball right now. Um, that's a 459 winning average. They're 21 and a half games out of first place behind Houston. They're 10 games back from the last wild card spot. Uh, just because I know that my oldest son is a Rangers fan, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to just completely tear this organization down to the foundation, but they they need some help. They need to figure it out. And you know, I think when they got rid of Joey Gallo, they instead of trading him to the Yankees, they should have went out and they should have traded him away to some other team for some pitching prospects because that's that's another thing that this team is sorely lacking is a is a pitching staff. I mean, we're talking starters, we're talking relievers in the bullpen, we're talking their farm system is probably probably one of the worst in the major leagues. And I don't know, it's just it's uh I mean it's rough, dude. It really is. Um the the Angels today was quoted as saying he's entertaining thoughts of putting the team up for sale, which really fine. Because ever since they drafted Mike Trout, dude, they have been wasting that poor guy's fucking career. I mean, they really have. They've been wasting his career because they've got quite possibly one of the best ball players on the planet playing for a team that's playing 426 baseball right now. I mean, they're 25 and a half games back of first place. They're 14 games out of the wild card spot going into tonight. And then you, you're going to go out and you're going to spend all this money on guys like Shoei Otani. And what? For for what? I mean, all you're using him for now is just to boost your ticket sales. You're not giving these guys their 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 due. I mean, these these guys are what the, I would classify as generational talent. And you're and you're letting them waste their entire careers playing for a team that's you know playing for an owner that's not willing to do what it takes to put championship style baseball out on the field. Period. Find yourself a general manager and sell the team, or vice versa, sell the team and let the new owners come up with a new general manager. All there is to it. I mean. It's ridiculous. I mean, the last time that the Angels were relevant was when they won the World Series back in like 2002, I think it was. 
I thought it so, was less the Angels and Outfits movie. That's no, last time they were relevant. <laughs> no, I mean, it's sad to remember that. And it's and it's what's funny is the fact is that you know you've got you got the Dodgers in L.A. I mean, you're basically just down the street from them. When I say down the street, you're more like an hour hour commute from one ballpark to the next, but. It's, I mean, you got the Dodgers over there. They're spending all this money, and they're actually putting together teams that can win games. Yeah. And, I mean, by comparison, all right, so the Angels have won 52 games. The Dodgers have won 84. That is 32 games to the plus. And the Dodgers are playing a harder schedule. Now they just are. You know, it, I don't know, man. It's it's. You it seem like it's uh, well, from what you're saying, and everything. Uh, a lot of the teams are that that are playing right now. I mean. I mean, the only one, what, what, God, I just totally blanked out. No, isn't the Dodgers like on a winning streak? Or who? Who's, uh, yeah, who? the Dodgers, um, they lost last night. So, but I mean, out of their last 10, there's, there's six and four out of their last 10. I mean, they, they made a, a big, uh, win. I mean, how many? Yeah, it was like a 12 game winning like, streak. Yeah, I think it was like 12. But, you know, it's oh man, it's it's all right. So let's kind of break this down. Let's go back to the let's go back to the Texas Rangers. Okay, all right. They're playing losing baseball home and away. I mean, they're getting jumped on. I mean, it's about even, right? Actually, they're playing worse at home than they are at on the road. They they're twenty seven and thirty four at home. They're twenty nine and thirty two on the road. They're twenty nine and forty four against teams with a uh, uh, against teams that are playing over five hundred. Okay. Okay. So by five hundred, I mean. They got the same amount of wins versus the same amount of losses. Everybody starts with a 1,000%, you know, 1,000 percentage, right? Okay. And then, like, like New York Mets, they're 76 or 79 and 45. That's 0. .637, right? They're winning 63, almost 64% of their game so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Texas Rangers are only winning 46% of their games. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like the Angels, they're winning 43% of their games. They're 26 and 36 at home. They're 26 and 34 on the road. And they're 26 and 47 versus teams 
playing better than 500 baseball right now. Um, their expected win versus uh, their expected win loss record based on runs scored and runs allowed. The Texas Rangers are expected to finish the season at 62 and 60, which is two games under 500. Wait the a Red Sox are expected. They're expected based on what their offense is doing versus their defense. They're expected to finish the year 62 and 60. Well, I, I'm I'm looking at today's game. It's 56 to 66 right now. No, you're. <laughs> it's not today's game. That's their win loss record going into tonight's game. Oh, okay. God. I'm like, look at that. Yeah, See, sure. everybody just got to witness David learn something. That was amazing. All right. So now we're moving on with our tour. So, you know, now if you want to pick the absolute worst, and I'm talking the worst team in baseball right now, owners of the worst record in Major League Baseball resides in our nation's capital with the Washington Nationals. They're playing an 82 baseball right now. That's a 333 winning average or percentage. Um, <laughs> they've they've won up for they they've scored 461 runs. They've allowed 670 runs. They're 19 and 44 at home, 22 and 38 on the road. And teams with a better than 500 record, they're 20 and 47 against. That is horrific. That's because they had huge, you know, trade-off, fire sale, whatever. They lost Bryce Harper, but that really wasn't a loss because they went out and won the World Series the following year against the Houston Astros. Now, yeah. um, they they just traded away Juan Soto to the San Diego Padres. They're basically rebuilding. They've torn this entire team down. And, you know, I would almost think that they're trying to tank it to the rest of the way so they can get that number one pick in next year's uh, baseball draft. But the new collective bargaining agreement has got things in place to prevent teams from tanking, i.e. in the form of penalties and things like that. But it, it's, I don't know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the playoff field kind of brings itself together um how you know who's going to get hot at the right time i would love to think he's just absolutely sputter and stall going into the month of october um it's going to be funny oh and going into football okay i told you that baker mayfield is starting week one for the panthers right you know who they're playing week one the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Yeah. Well, we also have Steelers released uh linebacker uh Gerald Avery. Uh on many, uh on Monday, the Pittsburgh and on five more roster moves to get the training ro- uh camp rostered cut to the required AD play. Is everybody having problems like cutting players or is it just the starting off of the playoffs, they always do that. No, um, I would like to think that it's going to be a, a, you know, it's a good problem to have for these teams to get down to the, you know, required number of players. But um, 
because it I'm, I'm going on the lines is like the cowboys steelers and all kinds of other ones too right um i don't know man it's going to be a fun season to watch um because if you think about it wow wow that was uh if you think about it all the people that are playing fantasy football and everything, the grown line and uh, who just uh, do the uh, get, get their players and everything mm-hmm. that, that that's my thing with the complications and everything. Cause I don't know. Let me, let me look up real quick. Uh, I had it right there. Uh I'm trying to figure out when the I can't find anything when when the for fantasy football stuff because usually the fantasy football draft is uh, end of uh, August because they usually start the uh, the season like in September. Um, it's only because I end up learning this through a lot of the uh, sports shows I ended up listening to and everything, mm-hmm. but it. It kind of puts a kind of damper on that because if if they go past that and they still haven't cut people and everything like that, there's going to be a lot of players if they, you know, they pick and they ended up. Oh no, my player's just gone. It's going to suck. I, don't, I wonder. I wonder what the uh, uh, ruling on that. Would well, be. generally speaking, they don't hold drafts until the week before. Yes. So they know who the final rosters are going to, you know, they know who's all who who's on the final rosters and things of that nature, uh, of that nature. Um I mean any I any legal you know where their salt will do that. They'll wait until the rosters have been finalized because they know that holding a draft during the preseason is not going to do any good because you may pick somebody who's going to get cut the next day. So you don't know. So I mean I don't think it's going to affect fantasy football all that much. I think that these leagues are going to wait until maybe a few days before the season starts, just so that way they can get their roster sorted. I mean, because it's nothing to hold a draft. It really isn't. It's nothing to hold a draft. Um, you hold a draft, their players, and then at that point you figure out schedules, you know, who's going to play who in the fantasy league. And then you start adjusting who you're going to bench, who you're going to start, stuff like that. I don't think it's going to affect the fantasy leagues too much. Okay. Uh, they're really – I've been looking around uh, for, like, news and sports and everything. I'm not really finding Yeah, it. NASCAR. Kyle Larson swept the weekend at Watkins Glen up in New York, uh, the road course there. Um, he won the Xfinity race. He also won the cup race. Now, the cup race, there was a little bit of drama there. Um Elliott, his teammate, was supposed to be favored to win that race, and they 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 it was first and second, uh, late race restart. Um, Kyle Larson took Chase Elliott a little wide and used that to you know take the win. Uh, Chase Elliott obviously was he was very do what? It was a collision. I was reading some kind of collision with uh, yeah. Kevin. Well, not, not necessarily a collision. Um, Chase Elliott was on the outside. Kyle Larson was on the inside. 
I don't know if person took it wide on purpose or if he got loose and got into the nine, but that you know he basically made that corner using the nine car as a pick, and you know Chase Elliott was not happy. Um, I mean, because he had the car to beat, but um, you know, uh, Kyle Larson did come back and he was like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I need to raise him. I need to raise him better. And, you know, that, uh, you know, I can see where he was, you know, he said, I, you know, I could see where he was coming from. I mean, Ch- Kyle Larson's not surprised that Chase Elliott's pissed off at him. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't know. There's not a lot of news. Uh, Kyle Bush has given every indication that he won't be returning to Joe Gibbs Motorsports next, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing next next year. We'll see who signs him. I'm thinking it's probably going to be Stuart Haas, which is uh, uh, Tony Stewart's team. Um, we'll see. But um, I know that we've got something to do this week still. So I'm going to try to do, I, because I'm using my phone as the camera now, because I'm, I'm beta testing still and I'm using that continuity app. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to see if I can call him on the Mac uh, with FaceTime and see if we can just see if you can hear him kind of a thing. That makes sense. Can we just call him? So so. I can Bluetooth it on my phone. No, 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 no. Let me, let me call him real quick. Okay. Hey, bud. Oh, and he hung up. Oh, no. Try the FaceTime. I thought I was calling him on video. Can you not be on video? What? Is your camera not on? Can you see me at all? In hindsight, we probably should have gotten this squared away prior. It happens. Yeah, I, you know i I end up like uh, looking at other. Oh, there he is. Hold on, hold on, David. Okay, Colin, say something. I can <laughs> somewhat hear him. Is that like a green screen? No, it's not a green screen. It's weird. It kind of looks like it. Oh, you talking about my sister-in-law's uh, backdrop here? Yeah. You you look like you're in a green screen. Oh, well, that's because I'm using my phone as my camera. Anyway, all right. Can you hear him just fine, though, David? Yeah, I can hear him just fine. Okay. All right, Colin, wait for it. I think you're going to like this one a lot. All right, hold on just a second. Let me get your intro going here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, members of the jury, it is now the time of week that we have all come to know, love, look forward to, and chase. It's joke time with Colin. All right, go ahead, bud. 
with the penis stage of the condom. I'm going in. <laughs> Cover me. I'm going in. Yeah. Oh. What if the enemy's allergic to latex, bud? <laughs> then he better learn how to pull what, out. What'd you say? <laughs> you better learn that pullout game real quick. Hell yeah. All right. All right. All right, everybody. Hey, how, how was school today, bud? Good. Good? All right. Hey, I'll call you guys here in a little bit, all right? Thanks. All right. Love you, bud. Love you. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was my genetic code. As always, on display for your eyes and ear holes. You are welcome. All right. And that's end of Nerd Sports 71. 71. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I'm David Dickens. We've only got 29 more weeks to figure out. Well, 28 weeks to figure out what we're going to do for episode 100. What do we have? We'll have to figure out. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, you, know, you know, if anything else. If anything else. It should be like in March or something like that, right? I say come on down and we'll figure out something. Airplane is But yeah, uh, but anyways, everybody, uh, I'm David Dickham. I'm Johnny Skelton. This is Thanks Nerd for listening. Sports. I'm talking over you. Yes, this is Nerd Sports episode 71 brought to you by Angry Me Production. Victory!